I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Cormac and Saoirse here on uh, Room 104 and over the Christmas time because you have maybe a little bit more time off yeah um, if you if you are in a relationship or maybe you've just a few more nights out you True. might wind up uh, having a good time some yeah nights. hopefully or some mornings even it's very important to have a good time you know as, as we mentioned before Christmas parties you might be doing this with the wrong person yeah. <laughs> you're like how did I you're my boss oh <laughs> not again how did this happen <laughs> yeah. it happened and it's good and it's fine yeah so you know we work, work through it all so you know it, it is that season it's a, the silly season as they call, they call it but tonight our, our resident medical expert Dr. Jennifer Wider is on and tonight Doc you're going to be talking about um, side effects from, from doing doing the dirt and uh, I should say having sex and, and <laughs> but th- these side effects are perfectly normal correct you know it's really funny you guys since you know the advent of all the social media and a lot of people having access to just googling stuff constantly yeah. we're sort of a global sensation of hypochondriac so you know a lot of people get concerned that something's wrong with them or, you know, they get a little cough and they think they have tuberculosis or they have (laughs) sex and they have a weird side effect and then they Google it and scare the crap out of themselves. But I'm here to tell you that after you have sex and strange things can happen, but my list will calm your nerves because these kinds of things are totally normal. Okay, good. All right, so we'll kick them off, you guys. I'll start in the G rating, okay? And then I'm going to move quickly into rated R. So (laughs) one thing that may happen after you have sex is feelings of attachment. Now, this is really interesting. Even if you have a one-night stand with someone that you may not see yourself in a long-term relationship with, after people climax, specifically women, (laughs) this happens more in women. This is very interesting. It's a gender difference. But women will let off a hormone called oxytocin, which is also known as the love hormone. And it's released after an orgasm. And it enhances the sense of closeness to your partner. And it also is linked to feelings of trust and influencing someone's um, decision to you know, tell somebody their deepest, darkest secrets. And it's important in building a closer connection. It's the same hormone that's released after a woman has a baby. It's very interesting. We don't see the same levels of this hormone in men. So this is a gender-specific side effect of having sex. It's a feeling of feeling close, wanting to be in a close relationship. And it's one of the reasons why, um, you know, women after having sex, if you look at gender differences, sometimes women feel more attached than men. And it's easier for men to have a one-night stand just based on a hormonal response. Now, that's not saying that women can't have a one-night stand or don't desire sex just to feel good. That's not what I'm saying. 
women are more likely to feel attached to their partner than men. That's really interesting. And I would say, okay, talking about myself, I don't do one night stands as such. I can only have fun with the same person for a while or else go out with someone. But I do know myself after having sex, it's more of a satisfying neediness for about five minutes and then I get up and I get on with my day. Which is what it is for a lot of people without a doubt. But for some people, you know, scientifically, the hormone that gets released may make you feel slightly attached to your partner. Now, you know, people may have feelings of attachment and may just be able to shake it off and just go to work. Um, That'd be Saoirse, yeah. That's that's true, too. True. (laughs) It's obviously one of the reasons why the friends with benefits might work out for a while and then sometimes someone will get a little bit more attached and then game over. Totally true. That's exactly the reason. Is because sometimes in, in relationships where, where a couple will go in as a friends with benefits kind of advantage, you know, one person, and it doesn't have to be the woman, but, you know, statistically because of this hormone, it might be the woman, wants something more and it messes up that friends with benefits. In addition to, you know, friends that have slept with each other, they've been friends for a long time and just find themselves drunk and sleep with each other can ruin their friendship because feeling can develop that you weren't aware were there in the first place. Mm. I think choose your friend with benefit wisely, What's I would a, say. Uh, definitely, yeah. Who, who do you say one of the lads said it over the weekend, don't like, don't crap on your own doorstep kind of thing S- sometimes, but... <laughs> That's right. Don't take a crap where you want to walk. I love that thing. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you're into that, and then you're weird. Right into it. You know, right. Then you're just really weird. Yeah. You know, it's so interesting when you study gender differences in, the, in our bodies and the way we react to things. It's real. You know, there are biological differences. But one may be that you suddenly get very sleepy. So it, sometimes after people have sex, people, like one member of the partnership or both, may feel incredibly tired after intimacy. So one possibility is that you're actually physically exhausted. You're doing something something that has a lot of cardio benefits and then there's you know an intense sense of fatigue after doing this but there are also chemicals that are released after an orgasm and men are more they respond more to these hormones than women which is also very interesting women and men are releasing the same hormones but it is this morphine like sedating property after the relief of endorphins so this has even been studied in athletes you know after a guy has run a marathon for example and has such a strong relief of endorphins he may crash more often than a woman marathon runner and it's just the way our body responds to this, that, this release of chemicals that's mad years ago I'm talking what years and now more than 10 years ago I did the, the Dublin marathon right and trained very very poorly for it mm. and just the first one I've ever done the last <laughs> one it was the most painful experience of my life I don't think I'll ever, ever do it again it was just horrific because again my training was horrible but afterwards I was going to like invite like friends and family over to have like a celebration kind of thing and I dragged myself up to bed and I think I slept for 18 hours straight I was wow I was zonked. I was in bits for days after, but I could, I just absolutely 100% exhausted. Everything was gone. It's really, really insane. And also, you know, some people who have been through like a traumatic event that you release, release so much endorphins, no matter what it is, whether you're putting your body through an Olympic sized workout or whether, you know, you're in an emergency landing. But if, if your body is, it releases so much endorphins, you usually can crash for an inordinate amount of time. I had a girlfriend who was, who had an emergency landing on a plane and everything was fine. Thank but she was she like then came to the United States she was in Europe and she was at my house and she slept for I think maybe 20 hours in a row oh, afterwards because she was dream. so stressed out but it's common <laughs> yeah. it's, it, it's you know that uh, effect of all of the endorphins that get released due to stress or just working out or whatever it is it's amazing what our bodies do I genuinely don't think right, I've ever slept us. more than 10 hours oh, no, at a time it's, ever it's special yeah special moments do you sleep late Nersha? well as in I probably wouldn't go to sleep till about three 
and I'd sleep for maybe eight mm-hmm. hours usually, but I would never be able to sleep more than 10 hours, regardless of what I did. If I did a marathon, never. Whereas men do tend to fall asleep. It's so weird. It is very interesting, right? All right, I'm taking a hard turn into the rated R. It's <laughs> a little. So, all right, so now in the middle of sex, you know, let's say we're in the middle of sex now and we're totally savoring the moment, and all of a sudden, for women, they let out a noise that sounds like a fart, but it isn't. It comes out of their vagina. And it's called, in the U.S., either queefing or barding. <laughs> I've heard and about this. there are a lot of words for this. Yeah. I have never done this, right, by the this, way. You know, some people haven't ever done this. And it really depends on the position that you're in, by the way. That's the other thing. It really depends on the position that you're in. Certain sex positions absolutely result in this more often than others. But the result is that it's because of a trapped pocket of air getting pushed out of the vagina. And remember, like, when you look at a woman's anatomy, the vaginal canal, it, it doesn't go on forever. It's like a tunnel that is one end stopped at the top Mm. of where our uterus is, at the very top of the the canal. So the issue is that if you're having sex with someone and you have air being pushed in, the air only has one way out to escape. You're not going to burp from this. It's coming out (laughs) the same way that it came in. And does it smell? And it doesn't smell at all. Oh, this is No odor, nothing. Part of what I do, you know, not when I'm talking to you, but part of my day job is trying to debunk some of these things or trying to lessen the stigma around some things that make everybody feel very uncomfortable. Mm. And this is the kind of thing that nobody likes to talk about openly. And if they do, they're only doing it, you know, in private. They would never bring it up with a doctor. And I've spoken to many women that think something's wrong with them and nothing is wrong with them and they feel really embarrassed, but it's really just air. You know, it's literally like blowing up a balloon and then letting the balloon come back out. It's the noise (laughs) that gets associated with a fart that makes everybody laugh or feel really uncomfortable, but it's completely normal and nothing to be concerned with. Okay, so it's not when you get too wet and it's just, you know, friction. Yes. No. No. Nope. It literally is just because of where the air is being thrusted into and it comes back out the same way and there's no odor at all with it. But there are people, listen, Mm. there were definitely people that fart out of the rectum, not the vaginal canal after having sex. I had someone call in to one of the shows that I do, you guys, and every time she had an orgasm, she would fart. (laughs) Like out of her rear end. (laughs) Oh my God. And she had the same problem, you guys, like doing yoga. I mean, this was a woman who definitely was carrying around a lot of gas. And I told her she needs to really look at the foods that she's eating. Yep, definitely. Because she tends to, yep, get gas and bloating. Like, before she goes to yoga or before she has sex with her partner, she needs to cut down on foods that normally cause bloating, like dairy or cruciferous vegetables, like broccoli or whatever it is she needed to keep a food journal. But a lot of people have a hard time digesting dairy. And I'll tell you, after the age of 40, your ability to digest lactose, which is in a lot of dairy products, goes down. You know, an enzyme called lactase that we produce naturally, you produce less of it as you get older. So the older you get, the less you can digest dairy and a lot of people can have you know milk in their coffee and then if you have more than that you're going to fart and I'll tell you if you're having an orgasm it's going to come out <laughs> so you got to watch what you're eating that is, that's, <laughs> that's absolutely gross. hilarious yeah, she wouldn't want to drink a Guinness or two God no ruin her sex life oh, Jesus. <laughs> and the smell of it oh stop uh, ruin the mood oh, it's not good not good at all okay so queefing is normal though queefing is normal you know expelling gas from your rear end is also normal but it's probably something that you could cut down on okay you know like you could help yourself reduce the chances of that happening uh, normal and uncomfortable yeah all right here's another another interesting one so let's say you're not using condoms right and you're with your partner and you're using another form of birth control and you're practicing safe sex because you know your partner's history i have to say this you guys because i am an md so you know your partner's sexual history you're having sex with them not using a condom using birth control if you don't want to have a baby you have sex and then 
you get up and you notice something is leaking down your leg. This is the same reason, by the way, that you're queefing. It's because after someone ejaculates inside the vaginal canal, if you get up before all of it is absorbed, it's going to leak back down your leg. Mm. And it's just the way it is. A lot of people think, a lot of women think they're urinating on themselves, which is not the case. You're not leaking urine. You're actually leaking semen. And to get rid of it, you can just go on the toilet and pee. And by the way, you should pee anyway. Do not sit there, you know, unless you want to have a baby. You know, a lot of doctors will recommend after you have sex, you want to have a baby, you want to lay in the bed for 20 minutes with your legs sort of propped up a little at a 30-degree <laughs> angle, which will help get the sperm where you want to go. If that's not the case for you, run to the toilet. <laughs> you need to urinate because you lower your chance of a UTI and also a sexually transmitted disease, by the way. Okay, oh, cool. that's good to know. Why does it happen that maybe a day later it will just randomly come out? It's the same sort of thing. Like, you know, it may be a slow leak. It may have hit itself like in a natural fold inside the <laughs> vaginal canal. And then based on, you know, like gravity and whatever action you're doing, like you're walking or running. You're lunging maybe, it, it may so get you know? expelled. Yeah. 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 I just find that really weird because you think think that you're you're you know it's all gone and then a day later yeah. you're like am i am i maybe you should you should go do to i need a, a nappy maybe yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah we could invent something to just soak it all back up yeah and, that know, would be great retire. yeah it's one of those good inventions we'll have to mail that to ourselves the poor man copyright <laughs> okay here's another one you guys your face may look flushed after you have sex this is for both men and women it's not uncommon for men and women to see like measle like pink patches on the face at the top of the chest top of the chest or occasionally all over the body it's a post-orgasm effect and it's a temporarily increase in blood flow in the skin it's going to disappear in a couple of minutes but there are many people that think that they've gotten a rash mm. that they're allergic to something it's not the case it can linger up to a full hour after having an orgasm in some people oh interesting right mm. yeah so you don't need any cream you're all right you're just happy out for yep, you know, it will go away <laughs> Yeah. It's an increase in blood flow. Now, let me just say something that's a little bit of a weird fact here. Sometimes people will have an allergy to certain things, right? So there have been people that are allergic to latex, which is what the active ingredient in many of the condoms are. Mm. There are people that are allergic to semen. What's very important is if you have an allergy, like a serious peanut allergy or a shellfish allergy, some sort of allergy based on foods, and your partner eats that food, okay, you can get an allergic reaction from what your partner has eaten, either from oral sex if you have someone ejaculate on your skin or ejaculate inside of you which a lot of people don't realize but I've done different articles on this and we had a woman who had a severe allergy to peanuts and she didn't ingest the peanut she had sex with her partner who had had something that was like a hazelnut you know it wasn't a peanut directly it was a tree yeah. nut and she had a severe allergic reaction after having sex Wow, that's my worst nightmare imagine finding the most beautiful man on earth and then you realize they have a peanut allergy because I'm obsessed with peanut butter. Yeah, I'd have, have to, to pick have the peanut butter. The whole time. <laughs> there's yeah. no, there's no Do way. You have a happy life with a man or chocolate? Chocolate. Ah, I'm sorry, it'll be the chocolate. Always every time. chocolate. <laughs> Depends which is more important, obviously. Yeah. All right. Another one, you guys, is like a burning sensation after having sex. And this is more common in women. Sometimes, like, if you look at the numbers, and it's quite a bit, maybe one in three women experience pain after having vaginal intercourse. One of the reasons is that if you aren't lubricated enough, if you're not turned on enough, if you haven't done enough foreplay, and you're, you know, not in the mood enough, and you get into, you know, vaginal intercourse, unfortunately, what can happen is the friction can cause these micro 
microscopic tears inside the vaginal canal, and it can really, really hurt. Some people may not realize what this is. You can get a, a burning sensation, and it's one of the reasons that it's so important if you don't know your partner's history to practice safe sex, because what those micro tears do is make the woman more likely to get an infection, because it opens up, and you're not bleeding, you're not seeing the blood, but you are feeling the sense of burning and pain, and that's one of the reasons. So there are other reasons that pain can cause sex, and I'll do that, uh, I'm sorry, sex can cause pain, and I'll do that in another segment, but this is not one of them. This is these, the, just from the friction caused by not being lubricated enough can cause this burning sensation. Normal, but it puts you at risk for getting an infection. Oh. I think you need to change your partner. Yeah. And change your partner. Yeah. <laughs> if he's not turning you on. You're not doing it for you. Like, listen, you're, you're fine and all, but this, this isn't working out. Now it's getting sore. So uh, good luck. <laughs> See you. Bye. All right. Here's another really weird one. You may notice that your vagina actually looks slightly, lar- slightly larger after having sex. What? Okay. Really? This is, oh, yeah, your vagina blows up like uh, like the, the Goodyear blimp, okay? <laughs> I have never noticed. And it can, well, you those can actually monkey bums, it is it? Like <laughs> Patty's Day Parade. Oh, dear. This is very strange. Now, what, what's interesting is when after, so one of the reasons that, um, one of the reasons that you may, like, there's a rush of blood flow after having an orgasm in both men and women, which may look, which may make our organs, our sexual organs, look a little bit larger. But another thing that can happen, aside from the micro tears inside the vaginal canal, is that you can get swelling. And, you know, what, what our pubic hair is, is to protect our body, our delicate body parts. Now many people get rid of the pubic hair, like, you know, waxing and lasering. Also hair is incredibly common. So some women may may see their vagina and it may look, or their vulva, you know, the outside portion mm. of the vagina, it may look slightly enlarged or swollen because of the friction. And you're only noticing it because there's no pubic hair protecting it. So in addition to arousal, when all of our body parts look a little bit larger, the vagina may look larger due to friction or vulva may look larger due to friction. And it also goes down after, you know, a couple minutes to an hour. But that's another reason. Now, the issue is if it doesn't disappear within a few hours, you want to see your doctor because you may have an allergy, you may be swollen for other reasons, um, and it's an important thing to see your doctor. The other thing I wanted to mention just from the medical standpoint is if you ever notice asymmetric swelling, okay, which which that means one side is, is a little bit more swollen than the other, it is always reason to see a doctor. And that goes for guys and girls. You know, if you notice one testicle is larger than the other or if you notice one vulva is larger than the other, I just also want to mention that all of us are not symmetric to begin with, right? So mm-hmm. if you looked at a half of the population in Ireland, half of us have one side larger than the other. So most women have the left breast larger. This is an interesting fact. So our left breasts are usually a bit larger. That's true for one in two women. But the same is true for men. One testicle is slightly larger than the I other. Than say one moves. in two men. My left well, breast. Mine yeah. aren't. Is that yeah. not normal? No, that's normal. Okay, that is totally normal. So the, asymm- the asymmetry of our bodies is completely normal. You may notice it in yourself. It's not something that other people are going to notice. It's a really slight difference for most people. But that's why it's so important. Let's say you do a self-breast exam before you get your period every month. You know, you want to just get to know your body. It's important for all of us to know our bodies and know what's normal so we know what's abnormal. So what I'm trying to say is let's say you've had sex and you notice that one body part is swollen more than the other and it's not symmetric swelling. It's very important to go see the doctor because on the one hand, it can be something called a Bartholin gland cyst in a, wit- in a woman that makes their one vulva appear to be larger. It's actually a cyst that's doing that that needs medical attention. In guys, sometimes you can get one testicle 
can be affected by a growth in the testicle, and this is not post-sex, but you may notice it after sex. Mm. Um, it's important because that can be a sign of testicular cancer or just a benign growth, which is a harmless growth in one of the testicles. And oftentimes we pick these things up or our partner picks it up, and then you go see the doctor. So if you're asymmetric and one side is one side is more than the other and it's not normal for you, it's a good reason to go see the doctor. Right, okay. Well, um, listen, doc, there's been a ton of information now that we're all going to have to absorb. If you're listening right now and your left one is bigger... Yeah, or your left boob is bigger. Yeah, if your left one, if your left boob is bigger, let us know if, if uh, you're part of that side of the kind of the, the survey. Oh, it's seven six seven nine seven one zero four. We can have Olympics. We can have a global Olympics. Well, yeah. the left boob larger. That's on one side. This could be amazing. Um, listen, um, we highly recommend you go and follow Doctor Wider on all your social media platforms. So it's at Doctor Wider on Twitter and wherever else it is. Um, listen, it's been an absolute pleasure again this evening. And uh, Doctor Wider, it's, it's always interesting and fascinating to talk to you. But thanks again for popping on this evening. Always a pleasure, you guys. Merry Christmas, everybody, and talk to you very soon. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com.